the resurrection is, is actually what saves us. Because if you just have the cross, yeah, you have a period at the end of a sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the resurrection is infinity. Yeah, uh, the resurrection is no end. Uh, the resurrection turns our hopeless end into an endless hope. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Robert, sitting here with Chad, and it's Easter week. This is kind of a this kind of a big deal in Christendom. You think? I think I think so. <laughs> this is the um, yeah the foundation of it of it all. Everybody thinks you know what's the most important Christian holiday, and some people say Christmas. It's it's Easter. <laughs> yeah, it's the cross and the resurrection. These two things that happened in history. That, that really uh, change everything. It gives us forgiveness for our past, power for our present, and a hope for our, our future. Yeah, it's a big week, man. And, and sometimes people are like, hey, how come there's not more crosses everywhere? We want to see more crosses when we come to church. The, the true symbol of Christianity actually isn't the cross. It's going to drive some people nuts. It's the empty tomb. The problem is an empty tomb doesn't look as good on a necklace. Or earrings, like yeah. a big old mountain with a hole in it's it. Hard. Maybe you could do a nose ring of an empty tomb. <laughs> But um, what you just said is just so dead on, man. Good job teaching, Pastor. Um, yeah. Which the, Paul, Paul says, he goes, hey, if there is no resurrection, if that everything that we are building here with the, the church, everything is built around that. If there is no resurrection, he says, we're all to be pitied, me, me most of all, because I've given up everything for this deal. Yeah. Uh, he, he's betting it all on the resurrection. That is the moment. That is the event that sparked the church. It wasn't the cross. The cross was... People walking away, kicking the can down the street, going, we lost. Uh, it's the resurrection that changed everything. Yeah. It's, it, again, it's just, I, I guess, an empty tomb just looks weird on jewelry. But, <laughs> but, it, but it is the symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is this such a big deal? The resurrection? The resurrection. So we just celebrate it. And, and it, man, it's fun because we get to wear, you know, pretty dresses and, you know, we get to all you, our nice- You get to wear pretty dresses. Gener- Some of our listeners are female. I'm just trying to relate. Um, I just I, wondered I if something was going on I was unaware of. That's all. No, it's not a thing for me. I love you, I, man, But, uh, but you, you get all dressed up nice. And, and every year my wife's like, we're doing family pictures. somewhere. you know, green grass holding little Easter baskets. And everybody in your family's thinking, oh, oh Lord, no. Gosh. Yeah. And, yeah. But she wins every time. So we get our little Easter picture. But that, that there's more to it than just we got all dressed up nice and we had a fun service and we sang a lot and we're all yeah. just smiling and enjoying brunch. Uh, th- there's a lot to this moment. In fact, it's it's the center. It is the it is the uh, foundation of the Christian faith. Is the resurrection? Well, last week, if um, if you're not attending services or you're just listening to the podcast, last week we talked about the cross, and so mm-hmm. if you missed that, uh, please listen to that, and then maybe come back and listen to this one because there is no resurrection without the cross. That's right. Because yeah. those two things are intertwined. And when you're doing that, please like and subscribe and share this with somebody else if you find it helpful. The resurrection is really what reveals the legitimacy of the cross. Mm-hmm. The resurrection is what reveals the legitimacy of Jesus. The resurrection is what reveals the reality that Jesus was God incarnate. 
The resurrection is what makes Jesus a legit Messiah. The resurrection is what makes Christianity viable and real. The resurrection is the foundation of our, of our faith. Without the resurrection, uh, the cross is just a sad moment. Mm-hmm. With the resurrection, the cross brings life-changing power because of what happened there in our faith in a very alive, uh, very sovereign, very powerful Jesus that lives today. The resurrection uh, is the core and center of the Christian faith because the resurrection is what makes Jesus legit. Yeah. when uh, I kind of preached a little bit there. You did. And I'm going to give a, a really dumb example. Uh, so I'm going to, it's going to really contrast to your beautiful run you just had there. Okay. When, uh, so when we, we, we bought our house, my wife and I, we, we signed a bunch of papers and all that. And, you know, the on the cross, Jesus says the debt has been paid. He declares it. It's done. Um, but then it has to go and it's got to record. And then it gets the stamp and now it's official. It's recorded. It's done. Uh, the resurrection is, it's, it's now recorded. God goes, yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah. That is that is the moment that yes that that debt has been paid. It's been satisfied, and and now you have life. It's it's a picture of the power of the Holy Spirit, and it's a foreshadowing. Not it's not just for Jesus. That's a foreshadowing of our resurrection. Yeah, that by faith in Him, our debt is paid, and even though our bodies die, uh, there will be a resurrection for us. Yeah, the, the the resurrection is is actually what saves us, because if you just have the cross. Yeah. You have a period at the end of a sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the resurrection is infinity. Yeah. Uh, the resurrection is no end. Uh, the resurrection turns our hopeless end into an endless hope. So to, to piggyback on that, when you have the cross, you have the payment of sin. That's good. So if you imagine your bank account, it's full of just negative, all the sin that we've ever done. Um, the, the, the cross is, let me, let me, pay that off. You know, so all of that negative is now removed from our account. The problem is, what do we have to offer as far as righteousness goes? And so you have this exchange. It's not just the paying of debt. Now, to use a biblical word that we can unpack here, it, it's God's righteousness imputed onto us. So now, through the cross and the resurrection, now not only is Chad's sin paid for, that debt is gone. Now, when God sees Chad, he sees the righteousness of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a worthiness there, not because of anything that you've done, but because of what Christ has done. And, and, and that's the cross and the resurrection at work. Yeah. So let me give a verse of scripture here that um, compresses everything that Robert just said, and then we'll continue to break this, this down. Uh, it's 2 Corinthians 5.21. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. I don't know if it's okay to have favorite ones, but I do. That's uh, cool. Yeah. All scripture is God breathed, but it's not all equally important. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if, if, if you're about to die, I'm probably not going to share you, you know, with you a verse from Leviticus <laughs> uh, in that moment, even though that's, you know, uh, God breathed too. Uh, there are some verses that are just a little more important. That's right. And, and hopefully people understand what I'm saying. Second Corinthians 521 says this, talking about Jesus. So instead of, it says he there, but instead of he, I'm going to say Jesus. So we know who we're talking about. It says Jesus who had no sin became sin for us. That's the cross. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, who had no sin, became sin for us. And then this is the resurrection. So that, so Jesus, who had no sin, became sin for us, so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. That's the resurrection. Mm -hmm. So what Robert's talking about here is uh, another theological term is propitiation. It, It means this exchange 
So when you give your life to Jesus, he takes on himself all of your sin. That's the cross. Mm -hmm. And he imparts to you all of his righteousness. That's the resurrection. Literally what happens in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, at the death of Jesus, he gives up the spirit. The resurrection of Jesus, he's worthy in and of himself. Mm -hmm. His flesh and soul is worthy because he's without sin. And so Jesus, because he's worthy in his flesh and soul, uh, rises from the grave, conquering death, hell, and the, and, and the grave. He's seated at the right hand of God, and he imparts to us his spirit. Mm-hmm. So he literally gives us, this, this is amazing. Jesus literally gives us, think about this, his spiritual life. Mm-hmm. When I said yes to Jesus, Jesus imparted to me his spiritual life which means I can call God father, Mm -hmm. which means I can talk to God at any moment and he hears me, which means that the same spirit that Jesus worked and operated in his relationship with the Holy Spirit has been imparted to me and I can operate in that same spiritual realm. Jesus imparts to us his spiritual life, which is mind blowing, but that's the power of the resurrection. And the same spirit, Holy Spirit, who raised Christ from the dead will raise your mortal bodies. That's what the Bible teaches us, that it's that same spirit that, okay, by the power of the spirit, resurrection, that same spirit is now within us, those who have put their faith in Jesus. And that, that happens at uh, Pentecost. So that's 50 days later, you have, after you have Passover, you have Pentecost disciples. After they saw Jesus resurrected, he goes, hey, I got a gift for you. It's going to be great. Hang out, uh, go to Jerusalem, go pray. And they're praying. And then the Holy Spirit shows up. And up to that point, you have God's spirit working all throughout scripture all throughout the old testament you have these moments uh and and in fact the reason we have the bible is because the holy spirit moved men to write is what the bible teaches Uh, and then you have jesus god manifested in a person but jesus wherever he went there he was it was just jesus so when he was in galilee he was there when he was in jerusalem he was there limited in scope because of his humanity that's right and and now you have jesus says oh i got something and it's going to be even better i'm sorry better than jesus walking around you know he goes no no no, this is gonna be great you guys are going to love it. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, so they're there in Jerusalem. They're praying. And it says this great rushing of wind and these, uh, what was like tongues of fire separated over each of them. And they are now each filled with the spirit of God, not limited by humanity. Uh, the spirit of God who is eternal, uh, who is everywhere is now within every person who puts their faith in Jesus. And so wherever you go, there God goes with you. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's the game changer. And that's how the church is born. And that's why the church has continued to grow and continue. Why Jesus made a promise. He said, my church, it, it, it's, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. It's going to go out. And by the power of the spirit, now the church has gone out. And here we are 2000 years later, again, celebrating the resurrection that sparked these events that, that continue today. Yeah. If you've ever thought to yourself, cause I have, okay. Man, I wish like Jesus was right here. <laughs> I wish I could yeah. just talk to him and he yep. could talk to me. And I get that. And I, I wish that sometime. And 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 I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing him face to face and one day we will. Mm-hmm. Um But the Holy Spirit that Robert's talking about is Jesus's replacement on the earth. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit is accessible to all of us all the time. It's literally Jesus's spiritual life in us. When when you receive the Holy Spirit, um, 
you're receiving that by faith in Jesus. So you say, Jesus, I'm going to trust you. You're going to be my savior. And the Bible teaches that Jesus's spiritual life moves in. Mm -hmm. Jesus trades your sin for his righteousness and his righteousness is made alive in you by the power of his spirit. And so all of life is learning to lean into the spirit. Yeah. I, um, you want to get weird for a second? Let's do it. People are like, you're already talking about the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're already weird. <laughs> you know, people will be like, you know, because we're all going to die. All of us are mm-hmm. born. All of us are going to die. Mortality rate. Welcome to still... the podcast. Glad you are listening right now. You're going to die. Go Mort- ahead. Mortality rate still hovering in 100%. And that's true on a level. So let's get weird. The reality is I'm not going to die. Mm-hmm. My body is going to die. Yes. But I'm not. So let's break that down. So one day, if you come to my funeral and it's open casket, it probably won't be. But if it is, you will see me there in the casket. You will see me. But am I there, right? Like mm-hmm. like you're looking at my body, but you're not looking at me anymore because me has exited yes, the, the body. body. And 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 the me that is the we now with the Holy Spirit, because I've received the spiritual life of Jesus, um, I'm not going to die. I, I, I sometimes wonder, like, when my body dies, will I even know it? Mm. I, you know, y- y- I'm just going to cross from one plane to another. Um, it might take me a second to realize, oh, mm-hmm. there's been a shift in reality here, right? And, and, and now just because these words don't do it justice, will I even know I'm dead? Yeah. Um, just put that in your pipe and smoke it. For for believers in Jesus, there is no taste of death. Mm-hmm. Literally, the Bible says death's lost its sting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there might be physical pain when you die. You might have all of that. But I really believe, Robert, and I, can't, I haven't been able to ask anybody this because they're on the other side, right? I don't know that I'll know when I'm dead. I, I think it's, it's, I'm going to have this crossover moment. Um, everybody's going to see my body laying there. My body's going to be dead. But I, I think it'll take me a bit to realize, oh, I'm <laughs> I'm not there anymore. I'm in a different reality yeah. now. Uh, and then I'll see Jesus fa- face to face. But in the resurrection of Jesus, for the believer in him, there is no death. Yeah. So there's there's this principle. And I'm, I'm as I'm thinking about, you know, I, I have different family members at, at different stages and some that are right there knocking on the door. Um Meaning close to death. Close to graduation, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and, and it's funny because you, you have these moments where, you know, you're just faced with mortality. And there's moments where, you know, someone you know passes away. And, and, and to your point earlier, if you've ever been around somebody who's passed away, you have that thought, they're not here. I'm looking at their body. It looks like them, but this is not them. You, there's, a, there's a deep sense within your soul that that person is no longer there. Um, but as I'm thinking about, you know, memorial services and, and all of that kind of stuff, the reality is for you, Chad, uh, you won't die but you've already died. Both are true. Uh, You died years ago when as a young man or or student or whatever, you you put your faith in Jesus. In that moment, Chad died. And so one day when, yeah, when there's a celebration of life, uh, whatever, the the reality of Chad's funeral has already happened. Uh, Chad's death has already taken place. And, and the life he now lives, the Bible teaches, he lives in faith in the Son of God. And, and he was crucified with Jesus. That Chad's dead and gone. That's what baptism is. That's what we're celebrating. That's the old us, dead and gone. It, it is kind of a funeral service, but it's also a celebration of new life. And, and now the life you live, it's an eternal life. It's, it's this weird thing of, uh, you know, 
we we have it, but we're not there yet, kind of kind of thing. Yeah. And and so so let's just have this little tennis match. So I'm dead. Well, why do I still sin then? Mm-hmm. Well, because my body's very used to death. Yeah. Right. The problem with a living sacrifice is it keeps crawling off off the altar, and so there's this reality of yes, the old man in me has has died, uh, and yet I'm still learning that I'm dead to sin and alive to to Jesus. It's 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 this um, it's this strange reality uh-huh. of beginning, middle, not yet, new beginning. Yeah. So and and that's that's the Christian life. There's a war within me. The war is the old sin nature and the reality, the spiritual life of Jesus is moved in by the Mm -hmm. power of the spirit and my sin nature and the Holy spirit do not get along. And there's my soul in the middle, choosing between the two all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, which one wins? You still got free will. Yeah. Which one wins? Well, the one I give most attention and I choose death a lot, Yeah, which is your point. So I'm dead to it. I've got the life of Jesus. And yet I still give into death all the time. Which if you don't understand this, there's things Jesus says that just don't make any sense. Like, uh, to to find your life, you must lose it. To live, you must first die. Like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense until you realize there, we're talking about a, two different deaths, two different lives. Um, I, I have a buddy. He said, uh, everybody dies. Now you can choose to either be born once and die twice or to be born twice and die once. That's pretty good. So I'll say that again. Everybody dies, but you can choose whether to be born once and die twice to be born twice and, and die once talking about being born again, as Jesus uses that language with Nicodemus in John chapter three, uh, it's, it's choosing a death to myself, to my religion, to my, my own way of doing things and, and choosing to put my faith in Jesus. That, that's choosing that death, which means I only have one death and that's going to be, you know, my body's going to die, but this death now it's a, it's actually an invitation to new life. Yeah. I, um, I, I think for a lot of us, this is this is like right in the middle, and some people may be scratching their heads right now. So, so again, let's let's kind of simplify it. Reality is, if you've given your life to Jesus, His spiritual life has moved in. So, so you have a new life. You have a new way of living. You have connection with God. You're connected to the network. Um, you've been made new. Mm-hmm. But there's this other piece of you that's still broken and still lives in the world. And the reality is with your standing, your God, you're standing with God. Yes, you're dead to that old thing, right? You have the new life. And yet you spend the rest of your life learning to give in to the new life and, and not, not the old person. Um, so the Bible has these metaphors and things that are kind of hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the most famous illustration in the context of what we're talking about, giving into life and not death is a, a missionary was with a bunch of Native Americans and the, one of the Native Americans gave their life to Jesus and they were talking and he's like, um, the new believer in Jesus was like, there's, there's two dogs fighting in me and one is new and right and, and good and, and, and one is old, you know, and it's not what I want to do, but sometimes I find myself doing it and these dogs are just fighting inside of me all the time. And the missionary said, well, which dog wins? And the Native American said, the one I feed the most. 
And that's the reality of our life here and now, which is why we want to focus on Jesus, which is why we want to focus on uh, our spiritual life, which is why we want to listen to podcasts and fill our minds up with the truth of the Bible and listen to good worship music, because you want to feed that side Mm -hmm. of the existence that we're in in the middle. And one day, to use the Sun Valley word, um, we will graduate Mm -hmm. and, and that old life will totally be gone. We'll shed that for all time. And it'll just be our soul and the new life that we have in Jesus mm-hmm. and sin will no longer be an, an issue. And a spoiler for you, uh, the Bible teaches too, we'll have new resurrection bodies that are free of sin and decay, uh, which I look forward to that too, because my back hurts this week. Like I've had some other stuff, but that day is coming. I'm always like, am I going to be taller? No. No. Because then we won't recognize Thinner, you. Thinner, <laughs> less body fat. What, what's, what's, what's that look like? But we will have bodies. Um, Jesus ate after the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to eat in heaven and drink wine. And my guess is the food's pretty good. Yeah. And the wine's pretty good. Um, all of those things. And there's a lot of mystery to that. But the power of the resurrection is it makes Jesus legit. Um, no resurrection, no Christianity. Mm-hmm. The symbol of the Christian faith is the empty tomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the empty tomb is what brings legitimacy to what was accomplished on on, on the cross. And the resurrection allows us to experience eternal life in the hereafter and in the here and now. And both are available to us and in through faith in Jesus. He literally gives us a spiritual life. It's a mind-blowing thing. Yeah. Well, on that note. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> yeah, super, super excited about uh, celebrating the, the resurrection and this life that is offered to any who will receive it. And by the way, Easter is the celebration every week of Christianity. It totally is. This is not just this week. This is this is what we celebrate every time we gather, every time we worship. We're we're celebrating the resurrection again and again and again. Yeah. Forevermore. So happy Easter every day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.